Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, waiting, begging, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong goal. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I have learned that building a life around them is a much more attainable target. Speaking openly about my experience of grief and helping support others to do the same serve as regular reminders that we are not alone. When we allow all the parts of us to have an expression of life, including the painful ones, we may just feel more human and less like robots on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a mutually compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and from others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of the Healing Path Podcast. Today we're talking about a post entitled Inner Engineering, and it was shared on July 13th, 2023. Inner Engineering. Late last fall, I stumbled onto a YouTube discussion between Mike Tyson and yogi mystic Sadhguru. The video clip is linked in the post. It kicked off with the quote stating, the only way out is in. I was hooked. After watching the discussion, I was drawn to seek and understand more about Sadhguru and his work. I learned of his book and movement called Inner Engineering, also linked in the post. I read it and quickly enrolled in the online 30-ish hour course described by clicking the link, and it's changed my life. For as long as I can recall, I've moved through the world, both aware that I'm not the only one in it, and also committed to bringing as much harmony to it as I possibly could. Much of my energy has been spent on mitigating whatever external circumstances might be waiting to explode. This has been true in all aspects of my life. I could say that having a specially gifted young man, like our son Zach, trained me to think algorithmically, always trying to get ahead of the next shoe before it drops. And that would be true. But my endless treks down decision trees and, quote, what if, then that, unquote, hypotheticals, those didn't come from Zach. I learned early on that the best way to manage the world around me is proactively. So when I heard 
the quote, the only way out is in, and subsequently immersed myself in the online inner engineering program, it was a major paradigm shift for me. It was the first time I can ever recall being taught that I cannot and that I should not (laughs) try to control anything outside of myself. It was a 180-degree flip from my lifelong efforts at controlling everything. Even with years of studying Buddhist and other spiritual principles, working on my meditation practice, and pursuing all things to increase my mental toughness aptitude, my focus has always been about making the world around me more harmonious. Until inner engineering. This is not an advertisement for inner engineering. There's nothing here to sell. It's not a philosophy. It's not a religion. It's not even a dogma. It's just a way of seeing things. And it has changed, again, changed my life. Consider it to be more like an invitation for you to consider letting things be as they are and learning to engineer your own inner system and menu of situational responses such that they reflect the highest version of yourself instead of the compulsive one. Before completing inner engineering, I was reactive. I had sharpened my non-reactive skills over the years and certainly gotten better about not letting physical scenarios trigger reflexive and even compulsive reactions in me. However, I have not been skillful at avoiding my internal alarms and anxieties. It is just that, until recently, I was able to keep most of them to myself instead of blurting them out or acting them out and later regretting it. Now that I'm saturating all aspects of everyday life with this concept that I can't control anything outside of myself, that has all changed. I'm learning more and more every day that I, this person, am the only one who I can control. And therefore, I should focus my efforts internally bringing harmony internally instead of just to the world around me. I am now working on the skills that I need to train myself in responsibility. When I engineer myself to be fully able to respond in all situations to the best of my abilities, I experience an increased sense of harmony within. I also sigh with major relief that the world is not my domain. (laughs) I feel later now that my main focus is being able to respond to the world, but not to control it. As an extension of this pursuit, I have also participated in live inner engineering events 
and meditations, including the extended extended meditation and yoga program, most recently at the Isha Institute of Inner Wellbeing Sciences, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. That was my first ever trip to the Institute, and I was able to spend several hours with Sadhguru himself in live talks and guided meditation. The consecrated space brought a calming to my energy that I have never experienced before now. And I'm learning how to maintain that state a little bit more each day. In the meantime, you may or may not have any interest in learning more about creating yourself in such a way that you are ready for anything. Even if it's not your thing, I encourage you to open to this big idea that if we work on showing up as our best, most capable selves, that we can release our compulsions to control the world and the people and the circumstances in it. This simple but complex mental shift just might bring you the peace you've been seeking, as it has done and continues to do for me. Investing in ourselves and working to become the highest versions of who we are created to be is one of the most important contributions we can make in our lifetime. Although we never actually attain that highest version, just trying to embody it brings out the parts of me that make me who I am, loving, compassionate, empathetic, and all-inclusive. These traits enhance my ability to respond to the world in a way that is genuine, feels natural, and takes little to no effort. The more authentically we are planted, the greater our ability to establish meaningful and lasting connections with the world and others in it. Any practice that has the potential to enhance connection with others is one I want to learn more about. Whether it's inner engineering or another resource, focusing on our own skills including our ability to respond to situations in ways that we feel proud of rather than regretful about, I encourage you to ponder these questions. Here's the first one. What is my personal investment in my own ability to respond to conditions and circumstances around me? Is there any room for increased attention to my responses? Can time that I'm now spending spinning my wheels on the things I can't control be spent on engineering myself such that what happens around me is actually somewhat secondary? Do I consistently interact with the world in ways that feel genuine? Do I regret aspects of my reactions to the world around me on a regular basis or cyclically even? 
How often do I engage in behavior that is compulsive rather than a true reflection of what I consider to be my core values? And the last, could the currents of fear that mostly underlie everything I do be transformed into currents of bliss and feelings of adequacy and satisfaction? These questions should stir the pot of contemplative thinking enough that you might start to get curious, as I did, and begin to wonder, how would my experience of life be different if I felt equipped to respond to anything, 100%, anything that happens? If you feel at all inspired by this last question, inner engineering might just be the support you need to shift your life from fear to bliss. But don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. And if you have access to other tools that can help us find our way out by going inward, please share them in the comments on the blog. The mechanism of information delivery is unimportant. What matters is that we are intentionally learning to focus on our own ability to respond to the world rather than focusing on controlling the world itself. There are many ways to get there. But to share the quote again, the only way out is in. So thanks again for joining this episode of the Healing Path podcast. And yeah, this is something I discovered, you know, within the last year, even, you know, eight or nine months, maybe. And it has changed my life. And I one of the things I love about being human is our ability to learn. And I feel like I've had the greatest teachers, most of them, you know, via audiobook or YouTube or um, podcasting and things like that. But my goodness, we we all have if we have digital you know access. It, there's so much available in terms of what we seek to develop in ourselves, and by that I mean if we seek to develop our tendency to want to shoot people, we can watch or listen to a lot of violent stuff. Or alternatively, if we seek to move through the world more gracefully with less conflict and with more fulfillment, then we will necessarily seek ways to work toward this goal. And it could be a little from a lot of different sources, and it usually is. But this has been a great surprise and discovery for me. And the idea, again, just restating what we talked about in the blog, the idea that I don't have to worry about everyone else around me, I can just do me. Um, It's just revolutionary for me. And, you know, it may not be that way for everyone. But because I'm so empathetic, uh, it's always been my nature to, um, as I said, live proactively, in other words, try to see things before they get to a certain state or, you know, try to intervene in the early stages of anything that's about to unfold that could be harmful or disastrous or injurious to, you know, others. So that is the way that my natural mind moves. 
if that is not <laughs> something you'd use to describe yourself, then you might already be, you know, in a great position to just now just work with what you've got and start to expand that and harness the gifts that can be shared through your experience with others and help others moving along their healing path, moving along their journey in life and also seeking fulfillment and, you know, love and less conflict and things like that. So inner engineering, check it out. Again, it's not a religion. It's not a dogma. It's not a philosophy. It's just a way of being. And, you know, there are very tangible tools, um, highly focused on the meditative slash yogic uh, side of things. And yoga, if you've never done yoga, I love it because I didn't do it till about two years ago. And I literally started feeling like, wow, this is Yoga is like meditation, but for the physical body, for the actual body. And since then, I've just, again, immersed myself into the uh, yogic practices because I'm curious. I want to use every, you know, concept and avenue, particularly these items that are, you know, cost-free and it's just information that we're sharing. No one's selling anything um, other than obviously there's a little bit of profit made (laughs) Um, to support their many organizations, but they, um, the Isha Center runs with, I don't know, something like nine to 11 million volunteers. So they have their work cut out for them too. So, but thank you uh, again for joining this episode of the Healing Path Podcast. And as always, until we meet again, let's do our best to stay present, to stay grateful, and to stay healing. And let us truly reflect on some of the content of this podcast and post so that we can identify what the ways are that we can really start looking in. I wish that for you. And I'm also working that on that for myself. So thanks again for joining. And as always, I appreciate you listening. Have a great weekend.